I'm Liv. And I'm Nicole. And we're Chuckaboos. And this is our podcast. Different name, same dumb bitches. <laughs> it is Olympic season. Summer Olympics. It's the Olympics. Sports. <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking the other day? I, I've seen a few TikToks about it, and I wonder if you're the same. 2008 Olympics are like burned into my brain, like the opening ceremony. That was Beijing. Mm-hmm. Best one. Best what? Best opening ever. Well, London Olympics were good, but like I remember, I just moved to Australia for the second time, and we were we were in like a chalet, and we were watching the opening ceremony, and I just and for some reason, I, I like I remember where I was. Same what what we were doing like isn't that weird my two best friends who lived um on the same block as me came over we all picked um mm. a different country to like dress up as and we all watched the oh, um cute. opening ceremonies together um i am Aww. positive i had my union jack shirt on <laughs> yes representing before you even knew it we i always knew it's always been prophesized it was just the sheer magnitude like the amount of people they Mm. had at their disposal to make like this the drums that whole section Mm. like was awe-inspiring just in how often like how awesome it was and the only other olympics i remember before that is like sydney i just remember because it launched the career of like nikki webster who's a massive childhood superstar (laughs) in australia she has she's got a cute song it's like i've been missing your strawberry mm. kisses oh, like that is ingrained but that but yeah so beijing is like the first one i remember watching prior to that no memory of ever taking interest in the olympics i guess feel like that's we were teens because 2008 i was like what 16 maybe that was the first olympics where we kind of like oh what's this and all the adults watch it oh we were always very into the olympics it is there are two times that I am very unabashedly patriotic and it is 4th of July and the Olympics. Like I, we were always very into it. And my mom, every opening ceremony, you know, when all the countries come out and she'd be like, okay, what's Mm. the capital of this country? And I'd have to guess, like that was always like our little game. Oh, that's really cute, actually. That's a really good idea, actually. Get your kids to learn as they're watching. Ask me a capital. The capital of Hungary. Uh, Is it Budapest? Oh God, I'm gonna seem like a stupid American now. The capital of Kazakhstan. Oh, girl, no. <laughs> You're like, ask me, capital of any country except the Stans. No, I totally was. I honestly asked that as a joke <laughs> because I would not even remember. Like, I do remember not really. I don't know if it was just a hype around him, but Michael Phelps didn't get it. Yeah, he's like America's hero. He's just Bigfoot, like literally big feet. I was like convinced that just his height and his feet were the things that were making him win. Dinner plate sized hand. Okay, so here is the thing. Here's the thing. When people now I this is a huge conversation and this is only a part of it but the thing it gets me when people mm. talk about trans athletes and they say oh well they're predisposed to be better at something because of their you know sex like the testosterone the, testosterone, the hormones and stuff like that like... but no one ever wants mm-hmm. to talk about how Michael Phelps is literally genetically engineered Built different Boom. My body be different. Built <laughs> to be a swimmer. Like his body does not produce lactic acid. So yeah. his muscles aren't going to get tired like everyone else is. I literally was like, this man is not like in the nicest way, not normal, like against the other swimmers. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like his 
the way his body works gives him an edge over all his competitors so and yet no one questions no one said he shouldn't compete in the olympics because like he obviously has an unfair advantage anyway that was my that's all like it is a huge conversation however do not come for me and not come for michael phelps if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about hormones and genetics and things like that don't even anyway that's that I used to have the biggest crush on Ryan Lochte, and then he turned out to be, like, the biggest dude bro douchebag. Who's he? He was the one who went, I think, in Rio. He made up this story that he got mugged. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Actually, an Adonis-looking guy. Like, he was an attractive swimmer Mm. also. Yeah, it turns out to be, like, big old douche. See, whereas my crush during 2012 Olympics was tom daly i was gonna say, i knew you were gonna say that oh he was so cute i was so adorable like i i think he was like everyone's crush at the time he's adorable and he just won gold and I honestly know. i am loving i get so emotional watching the families get emotional about them winning like it's i'm like they're not even my child but i am i get so emotional a, a mess when any country wins i used to be very athletic i used to do sports all the time i was big in tennis like i know that feeling Mm -hmm. of like things being on the line and finally getting that win and so i always whenever i see someone you know finally like realize that they've won i Mm. get i honestly get weepy i don't even care what country won i'm just like oh man i'm so happy for them and even when they're national anthem starts playing and they're up on like the pedestal and they get teary i'm like oh my god not even my country but <laughs> like... let me tell you i think that's the only time i ever get weepy for the american national anthem is the olympics <laughs> i'm just like god damn we did it again brought it home <laughs> though speaking i feel like we're not doing really hot this year um Who, america or yeah GB? i feel like britain's really pulling in the medals they're coming through mm. we've had we've had, this lockdown has been good i think for most of them <laughs> They're just a training like nonstop. Oh my god, I just love the Australian coach celebrating. Oh, he is class. I wish someone celebrated like that. <laughs> but I I was reading an article this morning that was saying that there was some clap back on social media from people being like, Oh, they took the shine away from the swimmer, like who won, like his swimmer. <laughs> and then the swimmer came out and was like, No, he's literally put his he sacrificed so much to train me and he puts his heart and soul into training you me. Could tell you could tell that he was like the joy was it paid off like the work had paid Mm -hmm. off he was happy for her for her to beat katie ledecky like you have like i'm sorry she is the best of the best like she was breaking her own record so for you to beat like that's a huge accomplishment i love that when people break their own records yeah like okay (laughs) (laughs) like is it not enough i break my own napping records But oh, that poor steward that was just like freaking out next to the Australian coach when he was getting excited, and she was just like, "Oh my god!" And I saw someone say that she's probably read like a four hundred page book on COVID safety protocols, and then he's broken like every single yeah. one in the last thirty seconds. He's probably like a six foot four, like huge Australian, Australian guy. God. She's just like, "Please, sir, stay on your <laughs> side of the barrier." <laughs> put your mask back on. Can I? Could someone explain to me why it seems like? Almost every Australian guy has that hair, that Heath Ledger blonde <laughs> hair. It is true. They either have it in their teen years or in like the, like, I don't know. It's just a thing. It's like, it's the fashion. And I think mullets are also made to come back in Australia. I never thought I'd like a mullet. And then sometimes I see I people with mullet. it. I'm like, damn, I, I, mm. I like a mullet. Oh my God. What, what hillbilly shit is this? And I'm suddenly attracted to it. You know, what? it's because it's never a hillbilly. It's like it's like 
Damiano from Maniskin. Oh. He could do anything. Can I be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. He literally could do anything. <laughs> like, thank <laughs> you, sir. Can I have another? He could have a bowl haircut and I'd be like, Oh, that I'll would be it. the true test. That I hate buzz Ooh. cuts on. I think the buzz cut is like the true measure of if a guy is attractive. <laughs> what if he can pull it off? Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I like longer. Mm, yeah, but then I think I sent you a video of the Japanese surfer this morning on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, he is cute. Like he, he is really the cute. surfer dream. Like. You want to be on like a beach just chilling and then that guy walks up to you and it's just like, hey, want me to teach you how to surf? I don't want to know how old he is because that's going to ruin it for me. He's probably like 17. It's like the uh, <laughs> Australian teen dream, like just walking on a beach and a guy comes up to you and is like, g'day, want to learn how to surf? I guarantee you if any Australian <laughs> man approaches you on a beach in Australia, don't engage. It's not worth it. You want to learn how to surf? <laughs> You will end up in a riptide. <laughs> Get out of the water. What's your favorite Olympic sport? Like, what's what do you always tune in for? I, I personally actually like the Winter Olympics more than summer. Um, oh my <laughs> hipster! <laughs> totally, I'm really. Into- I'm more into the winter. <laughs> I am because I love the I love figure skating. It just it's- they don't really get the same hype. The Winter Olympics, like I rarely know when it's on. I know. I like I like the cold. <laughs> the coldest sports i was re i feel like swimming were the ones that like the relay mm. races and and things like, like those always got me there's just like so high energy and it's mm. you know it's it's exciting uh what about you what's your um i think the water ones are really good i think like i love the diving like the less of a splash the more i'm like oh my gosh that was amazing i've no I have absolutely no idea and no experience and no judgment whatsoever on like what makes good diving. Everyone's but an I expert suddenly, during the Olympics. I'm, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I'm more of an expert for though? And this is still not legitimate is when it comes to gymnastics. Mm. <laughs> I suddenly become, I'm like, that was a terrible landing. I'm like, that I think spin that's more, just didn't make it. <laughs> in diving too, it's a little more obvious when they mess up. Like it's obvious when they mess mm. up in gymnastics because like you can physically you can see it what do you because i was talking to a neighbor and i was we were kind of saying how i don't think that bigger sports such as like Mm. baseball football um basketball the ones that have like the Mm -hmm. professional athletes in it i don't think they should be part of the olympics oh i agree we have to listen to football all year round basketball all year round and now yeah this is for the sport that no one watches like i was gonna that's true it's for the sport that no one can really watch because it's usually not mainstream oh i do like sort of badminton and table tennis they're quite good sports as well but the ones that i was kind of watching and being like why is this in this was like mountain biking mountain biking dressage is that the horse one it's the horse one like you're not even doing the work that's the horse the horse should get the medal (laughs) (laughs) do the horses not get the medal is it just the person on the horse getting the medal and we need to find out because i'm pretty sure it's the person on the horse that gets the medal mm, that seems a bit fishy to me i feel like the horse should definitely get more yeah it's just more of a thing it's the most ridiculous thing or the airsoft pistol like the rain shooting oh my goodness have you seen the videos of that yeah it literally looks like they've all walked off the street and just decided literally, that they, they just can like left have a go and yeah it's like steve gary alan all decided <laughs> that they can do it <laughs> so if you were if you were so athletically inclined, <laughs> what <laughs> you could pick any any sport? Like, what would you want to compete in? Oh, so is this in a world where I have 
the drive to do this kind this of thing. This is in because the world. It... Imagine it. Picture this. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. the will and drive to wake up at four in the morning to train. Oh, my God. Your body does not scream every time you want to make a move. I feel like the... Like, in my head right now, it would be, like, swimming and tennis, but that's because I did that growing up, mm-hmm. and I was on, sort of, like, the road to Wimbledon during, doing tennis. I feel like tennis I also up, shouldn't be in it. Yeah. I could not hack the 5 a.m. starts, like, the 6 a.m. starts for it, and honestly, didn't like the competitiveness of it, which is really stupid, but I just didn't. I hated the pressure that mm-hmm. was put on me to do well. It was kind of like, if I lost, then that was, like, Because we both played what tennis. Because you both play tennis. One yeah. of those things that our parallel lives we led is we both played with chuckaboos. Yeah, <laughs> chuckaboo tennis. But like, if I could do any sport, like, and be good at it at like an Olympic level, if I didn't have a fear of falling into water, probably diving or gymnastics would. Yeah, like you don't have team. any fear either. Like, whatever you want. Yeah, no do. fear of falling, injuring myself. Probably gymnastics because I kind of like the dancing of it as well. What about you? What would you do? I. Like I'd want to do something really out of pocket, like javelin throwing, like all like the really like the old Greek. Like, I totally forgot about the those OG ones. Yeah. Oh, I used to love shot put, like as a kid. I did shot put shot- one season. <laughs> shot put felt like the easiest because I was like, all I have to do is d- like yeah. discus. I didn't really get because I couldn't get like the proper sucked at it. thing on it. Yeah, javelin. I was kind of like, <laughs> like just <laughs> it was like really weak. He was like speed walking. <gasps> Have you oh seen this? Oh my god, I forgot walking? about that. Is that that's in the Olympics, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's like the thing where they can't oh. like there has to be contact with both feet. And they like move their hips and yeah. like really intense. It yeah. looks very silly. I feel like that's like that with sorry, curling. It's like on the oh, level yeah, of curling. like silly silly sport i'd be a curler we could be curlers can we train as curlers are those the ones that just brush in front of the thing yes who decided that that was a sport like i don't know but i love it oh i love volleyball and i loved playing volleyball as a kid like my mom and i were really into it and i played it all through middle school although the the rules about the fact that they have to wear bikini bottoms while playing but then like some i think it was a long jumper and she wanted to wear her bikini bottom i think the point is just let whatever the athletes want to wear as long as it doesn't impede yeah. them or make it like mm-hmm. a an advantage i don't know and i just remember middle school i was really good at it i i loved it and then when i got to the high school level the height of the net went up to like the official height um mm. and because i am five foot tall i could literally walk under the net so i could not play volleyball anymore because <laughs> i just oh i couldn't jump high enough yeah i kind of missed playing tennis Maybe if I... If you're down here next time, do you want to play tennis? Yeah, I'd be up for it. I just feel like... God, when was the last time I played tennis? Probably... Years. I think I might have been about 13-ish, I think, is when I kind of threw in the towel. I was, I'd was, i been playing since I was six, and I stopped at 13. You stopped at 13? That's real? That's earlier than I thought. I thought you would have gone, like, until college or something. No, because... No, I... Because it was... I had training, like, twice a week, and Saturdays were just tennis training, and I'd be mm. up at, like, six playing and it was exhausting and i remember like really early on i kind of enjoyed it because i liked the kind of i was good at it but the only reason i was good at it i remember when i was around six and i remember coming off the court and one of the coaches was like oh you did really well like what was your sort of technique and i was like oh i just hit it in the opposite direction because the kids i was playing against didn't think ahead and they wouldn't run to the other side of the court and i was like yeah and i was like okay i'm just gonna fling it back (laughs) oh i miss it i feel like if i had the brain my my mind now then mm. i wouldn't have given it up i feel like oh, i would have yeah. pushed through Definitely. but being 13 you know i just i was tired and 
it was a lot of money and Definitely. time and energy yeah i think that's the one thing i kind of regret because like you i think i started when i was seven because when we moved to so i loved on the game boy color there was mario tennis that was my, one of my favorite games on Game Boy Color. And I remember we moved to Long Island and in the local park, they had a big sign that said tennis lessons. And I was like, I want to mm. play tennis just like Mario. So my <laughs> dad signed me up for lessons with my coach, who was my coach until I was like 18, Bob McKenna. He is this like very nice uh, <laughs> Southern man. And from when I was seven until I was 18, I took lessons with mm. him after school. And on Saturdays when we went to like when winter came around, it'd be indoor tennis. And that was in clay courts. And I mm. hated clay court. And yeah, it was because of Mario that <laughs> I started playing tennis. Uh, but then it got to <gasps> a point where I was, I mean, severely, severely depressed um, around the time I was applying for colleges and mm. the one I wanted to go to, if I wanted to do their tennis program, it, they were a D1 college, which meant like you were going to be professional if you were going to do mm. the tennis program there. And I just wasn't going to do that. So that's when it ended. Oh, the sad stories about tennis careers. Also, my junior year, uh, which is 11th grade, so 16, 17, mm. I, my high school tennis coach was really great. Um, but then that before my last year, he couldn't do the coaching anymore so another coach came in and she mm. you could tell she was one of the gym teachers she kind of just took it over just because she was the only one available she didn't really care mm. and she was supposed to sign me up for the all-state competition and she like missed the the deadline basically one of those like that's one of those things that co like like college scouts go to and things like that so it was a missed yeah. opportunity um, basically but in a moment of I guess poetic ending my last last game of my high school career and then I guess forever mm. my racket string broke Aww. and that was it it was like literally like the last I had my backup and that was it maybe I'll just be one of those parents that like you know lives through my children and I'll force them into tennis and I'll be like you're gonna be the goddamn best tennis player <laughs> ever <laughs> like, can we just raise our children will... to the Olympic champion so we can just go to the Olympics I am gonna be that teen movie mom who's like you're giving up on your dreams and she'll be like <laughs> no mom you I'm giving up on your dream <laughs> It's gonna come to my house like my mom's making me do tennis if we were doing winter olympics sport, i would I be a do. figure skater yeah figure skater yeah because not like me now where i'm like terrified of falling on the ice like that's always my biggest fear oh like on a lake yeah well no just like ice skating and oh i thought i you just meant, like, like little women on a like, lake falling through no. the <laughs> I don't know whether it was just growing up. It was just, I had this like fear that if I fell, someone would skate over my fingers and cut them off kind of thing. I've been trying to get David to take me to one, like an indoor skating rink here because I just, I love skating that much. Really? Yeah, there was. I didn't know that. Because we were, there were like two nearby my mm. town and like in the winter, like that's what you did. You either went bowling or you went ice skating. <laughs> That's what the kids did. All American sports. Yeah. Speaking of skating, but skateboarding. Did you see that 13 year old? Are 13 year olds allowed? I was like, is there not an age limit on the Olympics? Wasn't that like a huge scandal, like the huge scandal in the Beijing Olympics because there was like a 13 year old gymnast and everyone was kind of oh. like, is she 13? Because she looked eight. Like she looked very young and everyone was kind of like, um, <laughs> we're going to need a birth certificate on this one. <laughs> i'm assuming you watched the opening ceremony for the london 2012 olympics yes, I, did. I think that was like the year that britain thought that they were like god's gift to the world was just 2012 i just remember thinking because that was in peak doctor who fan 
age. I just remember thinking like if they don't have David Tennant flying in, <laughs> they they will have wasted it. And you, they did. They wasted it. I mean, they brought the Spice Girls together. That's true. <laughs> and they were on top of taxis. I mean, how much more British can you get? It was very stereotypically British. I didn't actually watch the opening ceremony for Japan. Did you? No, not really. I have to. I like wanted to watch it after the fact, and then I just got hella sick. And I I remember there was like a whole big discussion about how and i think it's the same thing with you know like the world cup where Mm. these huge arenas are created for the olympics and then they're kind of just left behind like i know it's a huge problem with rio and the beijing olympics and i just london and london i think it just should Mm. be one of those things that instead of them picking just like a random country i feel like it should just be certain countries that already have the infrastructure it just you know circulates but is it what like in the sense that it's like capital cities every time like the same ones like you don't really so like if you've hosted before and you've got the same you've got the like if you have the facilities already but then people would argue that if it's if it goes somewhere that doesn't have the facilities then it's going to create jobs because they're going to have to build something an infrastructure and buildings to host it but i feel like like... we've already seen historically that's not exactly it's like it's temporary jobs it's not actually then you're kind of just Mm -hmm. left with this real estate that you can't do anything with yeah i think there's like derelict russian and Mm -hmm. german olympic villages that are still like hanging around because there's like nothing they can do with it but also you can't really oh god you remember when it was it. in russia no what year was that like i say 2008 was like the first time i actually took an interest remember because they were like there were rumors that they were like killing dot like stray dogs in sochi no okay so this whole big thing and i think this is when the conversation started of like why put the pressure on these countries to build oh like these olympic so villages the rumor, so the rumor was that they were killing stray dogs to make it look like the streets were clean and there weren't any pests gotcha okay i <laughs> I love the cardboard beds that the Olympians have got in the Olympic village, but I love how everyone's initially like, it's so that they can't have sex. <laughs> and then they were kind of like, no, it's just like economically. Let the athletes have sex. I'm sorry. These are people in their like 20s and 30s. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? If I was single, like a single athlete on the other side of the world, like. Don't they usually get given loads of condoms? Yeah. And that thing? I'd be sleeping yeah. around. I'm sorry. Like. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the world. Like there, I have a wealth of people from other countries mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like a buffet. I mean, slightly different given the COVID time that we are okay. living in. In the situation, I am athletic, single, and there is no COVID. <laughs> Ten years ago at the um, Beijing Olympics, <laughs> I uh, would have been a hoe. I feel bad because I feel like Tokyo was really set up to be an amazing... It wasn't fair that COVID happened on them. It would have been too good. That's what it is. <laughs> what? The universe went, nope, I can't have it. It's too good. It I'm going to give them COVID. Good. Have you seen the anime versions of the um, countries? No. Hold on. So I don't know if this is official art. <laughs> It's not. So Japanese artists reimagined countries and their flags for the Tokyo Olympics. So this is Mexico. Oh my god. Do you know what this is just like? This is like when people used to make fan art for like Tumblr, Facebook, or Twitter if they were humans. Oh god, yeah. Do you try to guess the country? Okay, hold on. Don't look. Oh, you're never gonna guess this one. Uh Great Britain. <laughs> he looks like the <laughs> he looks like the bad guy in an anime. I mean I should be able to get these if they're meant to be flag inspired, surely. Okay. 
Oh, okay. I'd take that back. Oh my god, what is like? Uh... Okay, there's red, yellow. So yeah, it's, that's the flag. Yeah. Is it European? I'm not sure. It is South American. This country socially is not doing great. Ecuador, Venezuela. Oh. Okay. Oh man, this one's so hot. China. <laughs> I'd watch. A, I'd watch a show if these were all in it. To be honest. Absolutely. Yeah. If it was all about like these princes of these countries <laughs> and they all had to like fight it out over one girl who's like, I'm, I assume that if it's an anime, she's probably like some poor girl that works like two jobs but is really cute and doesn't know it <laughs> oh can we talk about the shiny guy from tonga <gasps> so he's like a, a regular isn't he a what is he an olympian yes he a is regular a... like he... <laughs> yes he's an olympian and he's an olympian what's his sport being shiny being a god a demigod literally if he just walked up he's like i am a god like, I think I don't know if it was BBC commentary, but basically the commentator was like, "Oh, the baby baby oil's been out." <laughs> like, <laughs> want that job? I would be. I'd just be like, "Oh, miss the spot. Just keep going." Not shiny enough. He has been in three different Olympic games in a five-year span. Wow. So what's the sport that he's an Olympian he's for? He's a taekwondo. Oh. So how are our countries doing? And it's in sixth place is great britain with five gold medals Woo! six silver medals five bronze i was like copper no bronze and next is nice. Australia. six gold medals one silver nine bronze that's fair dinkum and in fourth place we got the russian olympic committee seven gold 10 silver and six bronze in third place is the united states with 11 gold 11 silver nine bronze Second is China, 12 gold, 6 silver, 9 bronze, and Japan is in first. Wow. 13 gold, 4 silver. Wow, they're really pulling in those gold medals too. And 5 bronze. See, I feel sorry for the countries that don't do well. See, how's Dominican Republic doing? Are we even on there? I don't think we've won a single medal. No, it's fine, Dominican Republic. <laughs> if I had a time machine, that's one of the things I would want to do. I'd want to go to like a, an old Olympic. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> like competition like back in the back like greek yeah like a greek oh are we talking like when it was just men naked greased up i know i wouldn't be allowed to even go watch but no you just do the typical thing where you dress up like a man and they just won't have any other you know they wouldn't yeah. even guess that it's a woman dressed as a man yeah and then you'd be like oh I'd this Mulan is interesting <laughs> yeah you'd mull on it you just go in watch all these sweaty greasy men running out you know that's a tv show time traveling woman goes back to ancient greece to watch the olympics yeah. <laughs> dresses up as a man falls in love with one of the yeah, olympians he gets confused about his sexuality he's like well i feel like back in the day i mean everyone was a little gay in greece pottery says it all yeah. have you seen the graffiti in pompeii do you know what i always think oh god i don't know what just made me think of that did you watch the regrets go to paris where they had like a tokyo theme yes because they had Reptar. I used to, I, knew, Reptar. I literally know the whole song. I'll Love protect you. you. Reptar. <laughs> I'll hold you. I'll hold you. God, I have been a monster fucker from the beginning. <laughs> That's why. I've been like raising You like, heard it here first. Like Beauty and the Beast. Like she's literally singing this love song to this giant Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Reptar. And on that note... <laughs>
So yeah, so we will see everyone next week. Yeah, we're now a weekly podcast. We are. Or trying to be. No, we are a weekly podcast. We are a weekly podcast. We're speaking into the, uh, the universe. You can catch us every week on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of them. Join us. Be one of us. Be a chuckaboo. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.